Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game Time Decisions has begun. I am Gabriel Brent, and I'm on the grid. Series XM Channel 159. Let's do this thing. Countdown to tip off, puck drop, and everything else. Kickoff is on. We're getting there. It's uh, Thursday. Unfortunately, we have to wait until Sunday. And I've said this before, Cam, and I'll say it again. I maintain this. I do not understand why the National Football League does not separate the AFC and NFC Conference Championship Great games ball. and play one on Saturday and play one on Sunday. There's a bye week before the Super Bowl, Cam. There's no advantage. Who cares? 13 days, 14 days. And anyways, you would just rotate it every year anyways, right? You could say, all right, NFC, yep. you know, just like they do now, early, late, it goes back and forth. They play football on Thursdays. They play football on Saturdays, like all the time. Why wouldn't they want to take over the entire weekend? Makes more sense to me. Seriously, you have one game Saturday Manchi. night, one game Sunday night. Come on. Put you put up put you in the boardroom. It just makes too much sense, actually. You're absolutely right. Everybody football trumps all. Who cares about a big college basketball game? There every Saturday, there's a million of them. You're right. Saturday, Sunday, split them. Couldn't be more right. I've been thinking about this for a long time too, buddy. It's just stupid. Now we all have to wait till Sunday. What? Two games? Big deal. I'm with you. I don't understand why they don't do it. I'm jacked as well, buddy. Good news, too, just uh, on the golf front. When I was on your radio show, I know we talked about um, Max Homa, 22-1 to 1 live. He's in second place now, Gabe, too, making a little bit of a run. But Sam Ryder has a five-shot lead. He's gone bananas today. But agree with you on your NFL idea. One Saturday, one Sunday, and rotate it. Excellent point by you. I just see a video right now, though. Uh, Max Homa walked into a uh, walked into the, the sign cam of, like, the, uh, the hole. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not kidding. What, what happened? He walked into Dude, what? So like you know, like each so each hole it says like uh, you know I made a hole nine whatever. There's like a wooden yeah 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 sign yeah 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 yeah. 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 He <laughs> he just smashed his head into it. He walked into it and hit the corner of it. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Yeah, I swear stone? to God. <laughs> like literally, amazing. like three minutes ago, he just walked in and hit his head. Yeah, and he's like, oh whoa. Oh, he hit it pretty dude, that hard. Guy looks, too. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he's on like uh, hitting the vape pen because he's chill as hell. Yeah, he does. That guy he doesn't. You know what though? He's so he chill. He is real chill. After he sort of laughed, he's like, "Whoa, hey!" Oh, oh, he started oh, laughing oh. after. Like, Amazing. I like That's Max awesome. Homa. <laughs> so do I. Hey, told you he was live twenty-two to one, and he's still he in is. it. Yeah, uh, he right is now. in it. And, uh, yeah, I hope he hits his par putt here. Uh, you're right, Marenzi. Maybe he got a little bit rattled on this hole. Even if he doesn't, too, huge run. And we talked about this last night as well, Marenzi. Uh, you don't win a golf tournament 
uh, on Thursday, but you could lose one. And John Rahm did it again. He has one of the low rounds of the day going. This guy went from 114th to, like, literally by the end of the day, he'll be in the top 10. This guy's unstoppable. And remember, we talked about it last night. Just bet him. He was 4-1, to 18-1, whatever, and now he's right there, right in contention. Unbelievable unbelievable it's like it's like a bet <laughs> can't win it in the first period but you can lose it <laughs> definitely. definitely it's like a bet in a game can't win yeah. it right away but you can you can end up losing it uh, we got some big hockey games uh tonight sure including do. uh boston and tampa bay which is intriguing and we'll get the picture up but last time they played boston Bruin announcer jack edwards made fun of um of pat maroon's weight Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates. I am Peter Francie. We're taking it with a raging redhead cam store. Drew Martin's going to step up and in. And I figured Drew would appreciate my FAU owl uh, jersey yes. uh, that I'm wearing. FAU. Yeah. FAU. Rusty. Remember, it's Rusty. Yeah, There's a Smith on the back. Rusty. Come on, Rusty. Rusty Smith. And I'll tell you. Yeah, they're playing uh, FIU uh, Middle Tennessee tonight, Gabe. Right, right off 7 o'clock Eastern action. We're all over it, buddy. Should be a good game. Yeah, they are uh they are a dominant basketball team uh this year, this FAU Owl uh team. They're absolutely smashing teams. They're laying some points. Cam, they've won eighteen games in a row. Uh, we're talking about an eighteen game win streak, averaging seventy seven points a game, only giving up uh sixty three Raiders on a three game run uh right now. But what's really impressive about Florida Atlantic is the fact that they're actually 14-3-1 against the spread, Cam, on the season. Yep. A lot of times you'll see teams, they have these lofty records, but it's like, yeah, they're 16-2, and two, but they're 9-9 ATS. No, these guys are, they're 14-3-1 ATS. Like, they, they don't only win, they're covering numbers and they're rolling teams off the floor. Yeah, Middle Tennessee State's a dangerous basketball team, playing Agreed. pretty good ball right now on a three-game win streak, Cam. Look forward to this game. Yeah, you know Drew will have a take. Drew's not going to have any opinion on Michigan and Purdue. It's too mainstream. It's too <laughs> we'll leave that for like, us. I was thinking about yeah, 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 yeah. your Wolverines. Actually, Marenzi, I think uh, yeah. they can clip Purdue tonight. Purdue's not it's a big one game for Michigan. Opinion. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think Purdue. They're, in my opinion, they're like a four or five. They're not a number one team in the nation. No way. They'll be exposed. Mi- Michigan, Cam. They need. Um, they need a resume win, man. They, they need do. a resume win. Their record is not very good. They're they're on the bubble. I don't even know if they're going to. They probably won't make the tournament. To be honest, like this, I don't like. Michigan have been known to flick the switch late at times. It's just not happening. It's they're very similar to the Raptors in a sense of it's like you keep waiting and waiting. And it's like well, they're supposed to be better. What's going? Come on, like all right, no, oh, and hey, they play. They beat Purdue like, tonight, though. That changes yes. everything. Well, you beat this the number one team in the country. That's a big win. Yes. They're playing pretty well in the Big Ten camp. Like, they are battling Michigan. They're right there. They just sort of, you know. Yeah. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. 
Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Game Time Decisions continues. I am Gabriel Morency. All right, let's get down to business. A lot of stuff. Big game uh, tonight with Michigan and Purdue, as Cam was talking about. And Cam, you're not alone because the point spread was five, and I'm seeing four and a halfs out there right now. Michigan on their home floor. They need a feather in the cap win. They need a resume patter. This would be massive. Hunter Dickinson versus Zach Eady tonight. Big time, big boy matchup. Some big, big, uh, some big guys right there, man. You you combine the two of them, we're talking like um, <laughs> we're 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 literally talking like fifteen and a half feet. Yeah, a lot of it's a lot of footage. Yeah, like you could rob great. like any anywhere in the world with these two. Like if they combine their powers, Cam, like you know, how are we gonna get over the wall? No problem. Stand on yeah, exactly. You know. He stands on Hunter Dickinson. Yeah, yeah. He just Thanks. climb up over them. Like, yeah, these guys like, they're, they're that big. They should be like a tag team. All right, let's bring in uh, Drew Martin right now. But like I said, Drew's going to have no interest in Michigan and Purdue. It's too mainstream for him. What's going yeah, on, Drew yeah, Martin? Yeah. How you doing? Drew. Gabe, Cam, I'm doing good, boys. And uh, yeah, some Big Ten basketball. I can talk it. But, you know, my sweet spot <laughs> is a little bit more Sunbelt, you know, uh, the colonial, things of that nature. But always good to be on with you, boys. Big weekend. We've got championship weekend here in the NFL, college basketball as well. So a lot to do um, and uh, a lot of games to break down. So thanks for having me on, boys. All right, well, let's start off actually with the National Football League. Um, we're down to the Final Four right now. The big question and the big story of the week is Patrick Mahomes and the high ankle sprain. I don't know if you saw the video yesterday of Mahomes on the field dancing around, and I don't think they're faking it. Number one, if he was really hurt, he wouldn't have to be standing around dancing around. They would say, whoa, 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 take it easy. Don't do anything yeah, this week. Exactly. Um Eric Bieniemy did an interview earlier in the day. He was talking about how basically Mahomes is just like superhuman. And he said, I don't know. He said the guy healed immediately and he's fine. Like there's not this. I don't know. I almost wish they'd stop telling people how fine he is. If I'm KC, I wouldn't be telling people he's fine. I'd be like, oh, we don't know. know, We'll see. You know, not looking good. I would downplay it, but they just don't care. (laughs) They're like, yeah, whatever. He's fine. I do believe he's fine. What's your take on the Mahomes ankle sprain? And uh, does it bother you? Um, What's your take on it? Sure. I I mean, I'm with you in terms of I'm surprised, you know, you know, a lot of times like early in college football or early in the NFL, they'll keep like, if there's a quarterback controversy, they'll, they'll keep it quiet. And actually it's kind of an advantage for the team that's keeping it quiet because 
their opponent has to prepare for both quarterbacks if they bring like kind yep. of different elements to the game. So I, I'm with you. I'm, I'm surprised that they're being so transparent. I think it would be smarter for the Chiefs and Andy Reid not to do that. But the way I read, this I think game, they Dave, just think, Drew. Oh yeah, I was gonna say, I just, mm-hmm. I think they, they just think that why play games? We all know Mahomes is playing. I think that's the way they think. Yeah. They're like, whatever. We, you know, they know he's playing. We know he's playing. But you are right. Like I said, I would just downplay it and say no comment, no this. I wouldn't allow the cameras. But they're very openly talking about how he's not injured, or at least to the extent that people think he is. And then we can get mm-hmm. into just the fact of. I just find it fascinating, Drew, that last week the Cincinnati Bengals were getting six points against the Buffalo Bills. Now mm-hmm. they're favored against the Kansas City Chiefs. So, like, really? So what, the Buffalo Bills are way better than the Kansas City Chiefs are, even though the Chiefs are the one seed? I mean, they got it wrong last week. The question is, did mm-hmm. are they getting it wrong this week? And I guess where I'm going with this is, I'm taking the Kansas City Chiefs to beat the Cincinnati Bengals. What's your What's your take? My take on on the side. Um, I'm not as confident as you, Gabe. I think you bring up good points in terms of. Well, I didn't say I was confident. Value. I said I was taking them. <laughs> just, did you hear me? Say I, am confident? Not, I have no I I, no confidence. confidence. No yeah, confidence in my nothing. Yeah, we just need to make bets. No yeah, confidence. Said, yeah. <laughs> I'm like an attorney. I'm I might know my, my client's guilty, but I'm still going to argue. Yeah. Right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't say I was confident. I didn't say I was confident, but go on. <laughs> These games are tough. Yeah. Hey, but uh, in terms of – I'm actually going after this from a totals perspective, Gabe. And this is one I, I am kind of confident in. You know, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, offensive explosion – I think a lot of people coming into the sports betting kind of marketplace right now in a big weekend, kind of last three games right before the Super Bowl here. That's what a lot of people are thinking. But when you look under the hood, Gabe, both defenses have been playing better of recent. We got the Cincinnati offensive line banged up. We got Patrick Mahomes, you know, depending what you want to believe here, he's likely not going to be 100%. Plus the fact both the Bengals and the Chiefs letting almost 30 seconds roll off the clock in their last three games in between snaps. I'm getting at both teams are playing at a slower pace offensively. And going back to Cincinnati's Super Bowl run of last season, five of their six playoff games have fallen to the under. The only over was by one point on that 99-yard fumble return. So they've played really good defense in the playoffs. They've played good defense of late. All four divisional round games last week landed to the under. Plus the fact we get, what, minus 13 degrees Celsius for our Canadian listen, uh, client, uh, our Canadian listen, listeners out there. And we get, what, about 13 degrees Fahrenheit here projected in Arrowhead with up to 20 mile per hour winds. I don't know. I don't think this is very high scoring game. I think it's a defensive battle here. And I bet the under of 47 and a half, Gabe. Great breakdown. Interesting uh, breakdown. Although, although um, your Fahrenheit Celsius is a little off. Off. Is yeah, it? Yeah, oh, I be... thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah, looked yeah. it up yeah. just for yeah. you minus, guys. Minus. Minus. Uh, it's pretty good. I appreciate it. Um, yeah. We do have a lot of Canadian viewers, too, and, uh, and listeners. And, in fact, we're available for free on Roku um, in North America wide. Uh, but watch us on Roku in Canada. But it's actually minus three. Minus three. 
in yeah. uh, in Celsius. What you, you know, that's what it's going to be. Minus thirteen is kind of cold. Minus three is not cold. Like old ladies Min- have a smoke and walk their dogs in their robe in that stuff. Like it's that's not really six, cold it, weather. It, it's minus six where I am, Drew. It's nothing. I went out today with in a with a light coat. Like it's not. Like, these guys will be wearing nothing. They're not going to be do, dressed up. The wind though. The wind Wind's is a problem. It's interesting. The wind, yes. 12, 12 mile an hour winds. But I tell you what, these websites aren't like uh, God here. Yeah. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? When we punch in, like, what's going to. They make a lot of mistakes. Yeah. yeah. Like, who knows what the weather's going to be like in Kansas City four days from now? Who knows? Yeah. Seriously, stuff changes. Like, it's going to be cold and, you know what I mean? Windy. Like, it is what it is. Um, it is what it is. So as it is now, the Chiefs have actually suddenly become one-point favorites. That's why I don't like it. They're messing with the markets now uh, with all this talk of, of Patrick Mahomes. But Joe Burrow, this guy really is unbelievable. He is 20-5, and five, Drew. 20-5 and five against the spread in his last 25 starts. Man, Joe Burrow train. I don't know. That's money to jump in front Get this. Of. In his career... In his career, he is 32 and 16 against the spread. And you're betting Kansas City? And that takes into account his first year when he kind of struggled a little bit and yeah. stuff. You know what I mean? He was feeling it out and like yeah. he's yeah. the most profitable quarterback in the national football. He has a number one ATS record career wise already. He really is Joe and Cool. You know what? You but know you're what bucking game? the trend. Thinking... Right? Yeah, I, I'm you just like thinking KC. off the top of my head. Well, I got Patrick go Mahomes on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> well played. And he's well three played. and zero against Mahomes. Yes. Sorry, Drew. Go on. Yep. No, I I, I was going to look it up here. And guys, if you think about the year before he was, you know, b- before his rookie year, he was at LSU. They won the national championship. Fifteen. Yeah. They were a money bet that year. I don't know what they were yeah. ATS off the top of my head, but oh, that's a good really point. Good. If we take his spread record for that year, time. Well, that's another thing. Yeah. So look, in the last three years, he's been in two championship games, Drew. Yes. In two different leagues. And he's one yeah. win away from doing it again. I don't want to start crewing Kansas City is suspiciously quiet today. I don't know what's up with this. Are you guys getting nervous? Uh, I got, yeah, I don't know what's going Burrow on. Head? Yeah, no problem. <laughs> SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. 
Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Game Time Decisions continues. I am Gable Moranzi. We're kicking it. Drew Martin in the house. Cam Stewart in the house. And um, all you need to know, guys, about how evenly matched all this is. I've been talking about it throughout the week, about how it's the first time in 45 years that uh, there's not a team in the conference championship game whose odds are less than plus 200 to win the Super Bowl. But FanDuel has the advanced Super Bowl lines up already. And they're all the same. Like, it's just, it's they're all literally the same. Kansas City versus Philadelphia. Kansas City minus one, total 49 and a half. Cincinnati versus Philadelphia. Philadelphia minus one and a half, total 49 and a half. San Francisco versus Kansas City. San Francisco plus one, total 47 and a half. Cincinnati versus San Francisco. San Francisco minus one, total 48 and a half. As we see, the power rankings, the odds makers, the book, the computer, Fat Tony, however way you want to put it, Drew and Cam, and I'll throw it to you, Drew, it goes to show just how evenly matched these teams actually are. Look at the advanced matchups between any combination. The biggest margin is one and a half. It, it, it's a wild, it's wild how competitive this is going to be. And, and really, Gabe, it speaks of what chalk winning out. Um, I know the Bengals were the underdog against the Bills, but it's the one in the two seed in the NFC with the one in the three seed in the AFC. But there was a little bit of controversy coming down to the end here. I, I really do think these are, you know, especially last round, you know, the top teams left in the NFL. There wasn't a whole lot of like Cinderella stories like the Jaguars knocking somebody off, something like that. And we get good quarterback play, really good defensive teams as well which um i know we're going to be talking about the 49ers and that defense coming up but uh it should be a great weekend here both games i'm excited to watch as a fan and as a better all right so what's your final uh your final answer as far as cincinnati and kansas city is concerned at least right now you're free to change in your own personal life but you must go on record now you're free to change. You know, I, okay, I, I'll give you both side and total <laughs> here, Gabe. But to total, I'm going under 47 and a half for the same all reasons, right. guys. I just think it's a little, you know, contrarian Bold. side. All right, I looked it up in the break as well. Uh, Joe Burrow went 10 and 5 for the LSU Tigers in his national championship run. Um, of course, they went 15 and 0 straight up, 10 and 5 against the spread. And some of these losses, they were laying like 30 and 35 points there at the end of that year. So, so that means really he's 46 and 21. He's on a 46, 46 and 21 ATS run. Yeah, that's yeah, a heck of a run to step in front uh, of, Gabe. And Trevor fact, Lawrence also enough. never lost on a Saturday before until last week. Close, though. He covered. Oh, yeah, he covered. Barely. Yeah, he had a heck of a run. So <laughs> all I'm going to go Cincinnati. Cincinnati game for okay. me, man. Tough game. Uh, we'll get Cam's pick after uh, because he's not here on uh, Friday. So um, Philadelphia. Philadelphia, Drew. Philadelphia and San Francisco. Brock Purdy looking to become the first rookie not just to win a Super Bowl but to start in a Super Bowl. Everybody always falls short, right? They get there, but they fall short. Joe Flacco fell short. Sean King fell short. Ben Roethlisberger uh, fell short. Um, can Brock Purdy become the first one. This is unbelievable, the run that Brock Purdy is on. And San Francisco is on right now, but Philadelphia are damn good. What's your take on this one? 
I'm not jumping off of this San Francisco 49ers train game. The hottest team in the NFL winning 12 straight games. They've won, what, nine of their last 10 overall against the spread. Absolute money makers. And I think when this season's all said and done, you need a pick for the Super Bowl right now. I'll give you the San Francisco 49ers. I think we're going to be talking about the 2015 Denver Broncos defense, that Baltimore Ravens, Ray Lewis-led defense, and the 2022-23 San Francisco 49ers defense. Guys, this is the number one defense, no matter how you slice it, scoring, total defense. Philadelphia, a great season overall. They're the one seed, can't take anything away from them. Jalen Hurts, a great story. But the fact is, in their last six games, they really have played against the defenses, have not been that good, especially when you rank them by yards per carry given up. Their last six games that they've played, um, none of them ranking in the top half of the NFL, the defenses that they're facing. The last time they did face a defense in the top half of the NFL, it was the Dallas Cowboys, and they only they only averaged 2.8 yards per carry in that game. So I think they're actually going to have a tough time moving the football on the ground, speaking towards the Eagles here. So uh, that's putting me on the San Francisco 49ers here, Gabe. I think this defense dominates. I don't think Purdy has to do all that much, even though I do think he's capable of it. San Francisco wins a, a low-scoring defensive battle here. Fun to watch, and uh, somehow they squeak this one out on the road. I've been talking about this. People talk about Brock Purdy. Can he do this? Is he, you know, well, he's a rookie, game manager, this and that. They're obviously not watching the San Francisco 49er football games. Since Brock Purdy has taken over as a starting quarterback, um, he leads the National Football League in pass yards per attempt at nine. He has the highest passer rating in the National Football League at 116. He has the second most touchdown passes in the National Football League since he's taken over with 14. Wow. Like, so he's he's not just there. No, like you could almost argue they're there because of him. Like when you start to look at this, right? Like Jimmy Garoppolo wouldn't come anywhere near this these type of numbers. Like nowhere near. George Kittle scored more touchdowns in like three games with Brock Purdy than he did in like two years with Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, he's better than Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, their offense is now unchained. Jimmy Garoppolo held them back. He's a nice guy, and, oh, he's a veteran and all this type of stuff. He's not very good. He's a nice guy. Right? He just could date, he dates supermodels. I don't know if he's a nice guy. No, players love him. <laughs> Teammates love him. They, like, uh, people, they, people love Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, that's why, like, you know what I mean? He's a good teammate. You know what I mean? He's, yeah. he's serviceable. But he, he is. it's not the stuff like he throws a million interceptions. He doesn't see open receivers. So he'll that's drop a, back a, and he'll be like, listen, Samuel's open, bro. And he takes too long correct. and then it turns into an incompletion, right? There's He leaves a lot of plays on the field. And there's a reason why they drafted somebody and they traded up to draft a new quarterback to replace him. For all you Jimmy G fans, oh, Jimmy G. It's like Kyle Shanahan didn't want him to be the quarterback, Right. That's why they drafted Trey Lance. And if Trey Lance gets hurt, Jimmy G gets hurt again. And here yeah. we are with Brock Purdy, and they're on the verge of a Super Bowl. But I'm just stating, I'm just pointing out, Brock Purdy isn't just handing the football off or anything like that. Brock Purdy is playing elite quarterback uh, play. And one little tidbit, uh, too, Drew, that a little bit of symmetry. And I'll tell you, San Francisco's the only future I have left right now, too, to win the Super Bowl, is... There's only one other team in the history of the NFL, Drew, 
that had two quarterbacks have a 10-game win streak, all right, where two different quarterbacks won five games or more in a row and the other guy won five in a row. That was Bob Greasy and Earl Morrill of the 1972 perfect season Miami Dolphins. They won the Super Bowl, right? And not star quarterbacks either, right? So you've got, now you got, imagine, so it's almost like two average pitchers throwing a no-hitter. Jimmy G, Brock Purdy, run the table, win 14 games in a row and win the Super Bowl. It'll be one of the greatest stories in the history of sports. Mr. Irrelevant wins the Super Bowl. If it happens. That's, that's amazing. It's it, it, great stats there, Gabe. I mean, Mr. I believe he was the first Mr. Irrelevant to actually throw a touchdown pass in the NFL as well. Now he's breaking he's breaking all of these crazy records. You go back to 70. No rookie quarterback has ever won a Super Bowl. Before he'd be the first rookie, he'd be Mr. Irrelevant. It would just be like over the, the script's top. almost so like if you brought that script into me, I'd go get out of my office. It's too unbelievable. The stuff that he's actually done when you really think about it. Guys, the last damn pick in yeah. the draft, third string quarterback. Hey, come on. I don't care how good your defense is. It's nuts. It's crazy. But as we How's stated, Ventress no rookie. Back, is he yell at you for no. missing Jimmy G? His best his, his favorite quarterback. <laughs> and he's gonna have to admit that Brock Purdy's the yes. best. Uh, yes. But listen, exactly. no, no rookie quarterbacks ever won the conference championship game before. There's been some good ones. Been some good ones. Mark Sanchez fell short in 2009. Joe Flacco fell short in 2008. Big Ben Roethlisberger won 13 straight games as a rookie, but lost in the conference championship game in 2004. And people forget, but Sean King, who played quarterback for Drew's, like, second favorite school after uh, after Auburn, Tulane. Tulane, yes. <laughs> Sean King was the Tulane quarterback way back when, when they were good. And he got drafted high, and he was a Tampa Bay Buccaneer quarterback. Um, and they went to the conference championship game. Brock Purdy, 6-1 and one against the spread as well in his seven games. What a, what a battle. I think it's going to be a higher scoring game too, guys. I agree. Game, I think this game, this is the win? one that's going to be high scoring. Uh, what? What did you say, Tom Drew? Tom Brady? Brady? Yeah, it was, did Tom, was that his rookie year? He wasn't a rookie. The, no. no. That was his second year? Okay. Yeah, he wasn't a rookie. Tom Brady was not a rookie. I mean, it was Dan Marino. People think Dan Marino. Dan Marino was his second year, too. Didn't win. That was his second yeah, year, yeah. and then he never made it back. Yeah. Hey, and also, Maybe, I remember yeah. my dad telling me about the Dolphins. Like, there was a controversy in 72 because the backup quarterback kind of, like, got him all the way there or something before my time. But then then they played the starting quarterback, and people thought yeah. that they shouldn't have. It It almost be like Greasy started the right season. Now. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah. Greasy started the season, got hurt. Earl Morrill comes in, wins, like, seven games in a row, whatever. And then they're like, Greasy's back in now. Well, it's like, whoa, yeah. well, hey, you know what I mean? Yeah, but the thing is, Bob yeah. Greasy's not Jimmy G, right? Bob Greasy was a pretty good quarterback. <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> yeah, like, I know, I'm not dissing Jimmy G. I'm just saying, like, Bob no. Greasy was the definitive starter. Yeah, Bob Greasy's he was the definitive way better. starter. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm debatable. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Game Time Decisions continues. I am Gabe Lomarantzi. All right, we got a bunch of hockey games. We're going to get um, Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn will remain uh, with the Dallas Cowboys, even though there's been a purge. Of course, Frank Reich has been hired as a new head coach of the Carolina Panthers. I don't like that because he did such Because he did such a great job with the quarterbacks. You know like, so now he Let's goes talk. to another. Let's like, call was, this out for uh, what it is. Let's call it out for what it is. Let's call this out for what it is, okay? This is twice. Bracaccia bred with the Raiders, was an interim coach. He goes, look at what McDaniels has done to that team. Run him into the ground. Wilkes did a great job with Carolina. Hell, they almost made it to the playoffs and whatever, and you're picking up Frank Reich? I don't know, man. I think they're starting to think some race has the race card here. Wilkes did a fine job. And you know what? Frank Reich did a horrible job with Indianapolis. Why can't the, why can't you just well, hire the interim coach, Gabe? Why? Anybody, you know, we'll, we want to get back to the picture with Drew. We'll get to yeah, this after, know. but yeah, anybody that, yeah, if you're being, if you're being honest, if you look, so Byron Leftwich gets fired in Tampa. Eric Bieniemy can't, you know, get an interview anywhere. Nate Hackett yeah. is the worst coach. Nate Hackett was so bad in Denver that he fired himself as the offensive coordinator. Yes. Like they let, he was like, we got to get someone else to call the plays here because I'm so bad at it. And he gets rehired. Steve Wilkes wins games, gets thrown under the bus. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, there's an article in the Washington Post about black interim coaches and basically how it's just a screw job deal. Even if you win, it doesn't matter. You're not going to get the gig. Listen, Frank Reich's won a Super Bowl. Frank Reich was the first quarterback of the Carolina Panthers. So there's, there's connections here. But, Frank Reich's not the type of guy that can like build a team. Like it's just a strange hire, but Carolina blow. It's a bad franchise. Um, San Francisco or not, except they need to win. They've been knocking on the door. Drew Martin's got uh, Niner fever. Are you feeling it, Cam? Niner fever? Uh, no, I, I don't have Niner fever uh, at all. Uh, I got a lot of not friends. You who fall are into the Philly and, propaganda. Uh, propaganda. I, I am. The yeah, the, fil- the, fil- the Philly pam- pamphlets and Ooh, they, they fly, just keep on knocking fly. on my door. Yeah, fly, eagle, fly. Like Jehovah's Witnesses, they just keep on coming back. And I'm listening to their speech now. It's going to be a great game. I, I, I actually think it's going to be higher scoring as well, more than we think. And I think uh, Philadelphia is going to squeak it out. It's yeah, But you know what? Hey, Niner is a great game. I'm happy the fo- best four teams are in the championship game, Gabe. Uh, I am. I'm listening to the Philly propaganda, but it'll be tight. 
it's really a battle of like whose fan is less annoying between the Eagles and the Niners. They're both pretty annoying. So, uh, very yeah, cocky uh, fan bases. Very true. Yeah. So you sort of have to ask yourself, who do you want to deal with arrogance more on the other side? They're all question. pretty cocky, yeah. actually, the four teams, but rightfully so. You're good. Mm-hmm. So you, 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 yep, you yeah. so it's all right. It's all right. Yep. But just remember, all of you, only one of you can win. <laughs> yeah. A great yeah. point. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're talking yeah. about Burrow, yeah. Burrowhead and stuff. Yeah. See the guy in Kansas All City you, your today? little digs, your little digs gifts, yeah. and your yeah. little jokes about the yeah. Bills. Uh, like last uh-huh. week on yeah. the Bills, I should have seen it in my chat yeah. on SportsTrade. Oh, I'm going to the Bills for Bills. Well, how about my Niners, though? Or how about the Eagles? I said, yeah, yeah. Seven days from now, one of you bastards are going to be crying yourself. So I wouldn't be like, yeah, damn people right. don't think ahead and realize, you know what? We're going to, we could lose like the next time we play. Right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm not so sure that the Eagles fans, particularly, maybe because it's like more East Coast and West Coast, I'm not really sure. I will give the Eagles fans this game. I feel like they're less bandwagon. The 49ers fans, like when 49ers are good, I, I don't really hear about 49ers fans, but then when they're good, they're everywhere, particularly in Vegas. I was just getting a, a sandwich made at this great sandwich spot in South Florida. This guy with an <laughs> Eagles shirt on. Oh my gosh. This is what did it for me. I'm like, Hey, what do you think about the game? He's, he's like, I, you know what? I'm not even worried about the 49ers. I'm more worried about Cincinnati and Kansas city. We're going to, we're going to really take it to, to, to the 49. They don't have a quarterback, I, this and that. And that, that's what did it for me, Gabe. That's when I'm like, wow, All right, I'm on the 49ers. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? it's, it's, uh, no, it's, un- it's unbelievable. No, it's like too. And you talk to people. It's yeah. like, ah, yeah, don't worry. It's like, I it can go into a game. You respect your opponent. Cincinnati's now calling out. Can- uh, sorry. Gabe, you heard gay on Kansas city. What, what scares you about the Bengals offense? Nothing. Nothing like both of these teams squawk, squawk, squawk. Just like it's just out of control, man. Never heard so much BS before these games. Just shut up and play. Gosh, uh, D, uh, Samuel has thrown his hat into the ring. Well, all in good yeah, fun, but just, he basically said yeah, yeah. they're not so loud in Philadelphia. That's what he said. Yeah, they're yeah, not yeah, so yeah, loud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why? Just don't say anything. I don't know. 49ers, Samuel, fan, in my opinion, is pretty loyal, though. All, all the guys I know, like, they've been... Yeah, I wouldn't say they're bandwagon thick and thin. They're, 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 yeah, they're yeah. guys I know have been hardcore. But, yeah. you know, uh, Eagle fans are very cocky. Like, it's just, it's really weird mix of fans this week. You're right. Philly sport fan are very loyal in the sense that they're going to watch every game no matter what. But if you suck, they'll hate you. Like, they'll love you and they'll hate yes. you. Like, Joel Embiid talked about it, and he's in the playoffs. He brought it up. He goes, we go to Toronto, and he goes, the crowd supports them after I miss shot. He goes, here, mm-hmm. we miss a shot, and people, like, are telling you to go after yourself. And he goes, <laughs> you know, a little support would be nice. <laughs> like, like, he basically said it's a problem. said, you guys, like, you got to, like, support us for the whole game. You can't, like, you know what I mean? Montreal Canadian fans do that. I saw them boo, cheer, boo, cheer, and then boo someone all on the same shift once. Yeah, they're like, yeah, they they're were like yay, boo, oh, hey, hey, oh, hey, like, boo, at the end. Yeah. It's like, whoa, you guys are nuts. There's, 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 Canadian fans are savages. Let's just call it over. Like, hey, you know, they, they, they love oh, that yeah. team more than like anything in life. Like, they will chop off limbs like a they'll, finger for the Canadians. They'll go from guy. asking you for your autograph to harassing Ref? your wife in a mall. Hey, your husband Good sucks. Call. Like, I agree. I mean? <laughs> Yeah, next Carey year, Price, the, the goalie of the Canadians, yeah. was getting groceries. The Montreal Canadiens goalie, Drew, had a bad game in the preseason. 
and he got accosted <laughs> in a grocery store. He had to do an interview. Hey, it's the preseason, man. Like, like getting threatened at the Provigo. Hey, Carrie, you suck. Oh, okay, sorry, man. <laughs> Uh, Gabe, is there is, the is there like that's an east west best. difference with canadian fans like is it different in vancouver than in toronto yeah no, oh yeah, yeah. montreal montreal yeah 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 little, uh, montreal yeah, yeah. are psychos they're psychos. montreal's like yeah. alabama for football okay. yes. or like england for soccer it's a religion yes. it's not a sport like it's a church yes. like it's mm-hmm. bigger than the church like you know what i mean it's just mm-hmm. the last one though lyle Olai was a really tough guy really he tough was. guy played in the nhl I was in a bar uh, with him right after a Montreal Canadiens game, and they lost to the Ducks, and the Ducks suck. And they lost bad, like 5 nothing or something. And people were walking by, giving him, like, dirty looks. Like, yeah, good game. Good job, buddy. Like, people were chirping in French, and, like, they were like, and he's a big dude. And I was like, wow, man. I said, this really is pretty crazy, eh? And he goes, I'll tell you what. He goes, if we win one game, no matter what, he goes, every woman in this bar is all over you. And he goes, you don't pay for a thing. He goes, you lose one game, and people want to fight you. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. And that's, he basically yeah. said, a kid that played for the Colorado Buffaloes, my buddy played for the Buffaloes, told me the same thing. He goes, you know, when you win, it's all like a big frat party and everything. He goes, when you lose, people like throw things at you, and the frat boys want to fight you and stuff. And you can't beat them up because you'll end up on ESPN for killing some frat boy. There's a lot of little things behind the scenes that players deal with that uh, people don't realize. Okay, uh, we got everyone in our chat all fired up right now about, oh, San Francisco and Philadelphia and everything. It's going to be some big-time stuff. So Drew says the Niners, and uh, Drew says the Bengals, and then he says the Niners are going to win. Tell me what's going to happen with FAU at Middle Tennessee State tonight, Mr. Drew Martin. 19 oh, and one. Step in, yeah, I wouldn't step in front of the Owls, especially at home in Boca Raton. Uh, you know how they, they had winning in paradise when Lane Kiffin was there on the billboards in South Florida? Well, if he didn't, that's what they did. Like, that's great. Yeah. That was their slogan? Winning in paradise? Yeah. Sounds like a Sammy Hagar yeah. song. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. This one is <laughs> like winning in like paradise. In paradise. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Good call. So so they put up those billboards in like Dade, Broward, and Palm Beach oh, County to try to get like local high school kids to stay down here. Well, now with the basketball team, they're like doing this big marketing campaign. It's called Scoring in Paradise. Uh, so whatever way you want to go Ooh. with that, with the basketball. Team, I like it. Yeah, really good. it's open-ended. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you could go a couple different ways with that. Um, but Gabe, man, I would not step in front of FAU. This team's good. They're going to be in March Madness, in my opinion. Um, and, and they go up and down the court. Only losses to Miss. They lost one game all year to Mississippi. That was it. Yeah. And that is a cool jersey. I man. like the I'll over, actually. That. It's 135 and a half. Yeah, I don't hate it. I, I, I'm not looking light. to bet against FAU, and I'm not looking to bet their games to the under because they can score a bunch. But I do have three games I got down on on tonight's card, guys. Bring them on. Um, all right. Got uh, heading to the Sun Belt up first. We got Coastal Carolina and James Madison, the Chanticleers and the oh. Dukes. Cliff uh, Ellis dude, dude, having dude. a tough <laughs> game. It wasn't the last game. Oh. Coastal Carolina's they're banned. Coastal Carolina are terrible. <laughs> hey, just for the oh, record, I so I, I I had Coastal Carolina on money line the other night against Chicago State in a parlay drip. Chicago State are 0 freaking 16 on the road. They win the game outright, of course. 
Last night, though, they go from Coastal Carolina. They were in Stanford last night, Chicago State. They nearly won the game outright as 17-and-a-half-point underdogs. Wow. Dude, this Chicago State team, they're on an 8-and-3 ATS run. It was my bad betting against them. Chicago State are hot, but sorry. Go on about Coastal Carolina and James Madison. I yeah, sure. I mean, Cliff Carolina, Ellis, but go on. <laughs> yeah, to your point, they're they're not having a good year. Just sitting at ten and ten on the season, and they play pretty much no defense. Like that's their problem. Likely, Chicago State never seen a defense that bad. Their efficiency rating it's the bottom of the Sun Belt Conference, and now they're going up against James Madison. If you've ever seen the Dukes play, they're up and down the court. Top uh, thirty team in terms of tempo. They score a bunch. They got their best player. Uh, Vado Morse back in the lineup here. So uh, seeing this total at 150, 151 now, getting a little bit of money to the over, some of that money mine. Um, I like it up and over in Coastal Carolina versus uh, James Madison tonight. Two more for you, Gabe. Um, we got Mount St. Mary's and Fairfield. Uh, this total, one and a half. Wow, yeah, yeah, the stags in action here. <laughs> nice. And I, I bet it under. When you look at Mount St. Mary's, Gabe, their last eight games have gone to the under. They're not a very good team overall, but they go very, very slow pace. A MAC game, that's two A's in between the M and the C. Uh, both of these two teams having t- trouble scoring the, the basketball. Defensive scrum, I see it. Mount St. Mary's in Fairfield to the under Mount St. Mary's eight straight to the under fail Fairfield three straight to the under the trend is our friend in sports betting. So more of the same. And then late night here, those two games, seven and eight o'clock Eastern got one in the West coast conference here, Gabe, not sure if you guys are aware, but the Portland pilots have been an over machine the last couple weeks here. And I've been riding them and I'm not jumping off of this, uh, this wagon to the over Portland up and down the court. They're up against Loyola Mar- Marymount here in the in the WCC matchup. Um, quick pace game, and it's just at 151 and a half. Actually, no, it got bounced up uh, throughout the day. It's at 154 and a half. I'm seeing. Uh, still, guys, I think this gets into the 160s, Gabe. So uh, late night action, Portland Loyola Mar- Loyola Marymount, excuse me, West Coast Conference. Bet it to the over. LMU. Great breakdowns, Drew. I'm going to jump in on two of them. I like the both overs. Great job, Drew. Thanks, boys. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. 
Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, let's do this thing, uh, Cam. FAU, 19-1 on the season. We talked about how the recovering machine, 14-3-1 ATS. I generally don't like laying points, but I'm not really in a, in a let's get cute, put together a bunch of dumb little money line parlay moods. I'm laying eight points, eight and a half. It was eight and a half. I'm laying, I'm laying, I'm laying eight points with the FAU Owls. I'm going over the number in the FAU Owl game. And uh, I tell you what, I do like Drews over in the Coastal Carolina James Madison uh, game. I'll give you my NHL picks in a moment. Let's throw it to Cam and see what he's got for the 7 o'clock action here. Yeah, I'm going to wait a little bit deeper for the college stuff. Uh, I'm going to stick to the NHL. I've been waiting for this uh, game all day. I I like the Tampa Bay Lightning to beat Boston at home. Going to go a little bit harder on this game as well. I know the Bruins have been unstoppable, but this is a huge game for the Lightning, and I think they kind of put Boston into their place. I like uh, the Washington Capitals laying 35, uh, 34 cents against Pittsburgh. The Penguins got big problems, Gabe. I'd look at the over in that game, too, with the injury to Jari, Casey to Smith's in net, and he's been absolutely horrible. Florida scored uh, six goals against these guys. Pittsburgh is just really bad defensively. Lean to Detroit, but I'm not sure if I want to lay the 60 cents. That's my early action. All right, I'm going to go. I'm going to. I'm feeling the over one and a half tonight, Cam. I'm going to go over one and a half in the first period with the Boston Bruins and the Tampa Bay Lightning. And I say, as crazy as this sounds, to pick on the Boston Bruins, I'm taking the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah, give me right. the Lightning in a pick 'em situation. So give me the Lightning to beat the Bruins. Give me the. Um, Give me the over one and a half in the first uh, period. Detroit Red Wings and the Montreal Canadiens over one and a half for the first period. And uh, give me the Montreal Canadiens plus 135 in the game uh, as well. We'll uh, have some NBA on the other side. We'll get into some Australian Open, some more uh, college basketball picks. We got an Iowa Michigan State camp, but I just can't. Mm. I don't know. I was leaning with Sparty, but I don't trust them. I think Iowa are better than they are, but it's in East Lansing, so I'm going to pass. We will take the Michigan Wolverines plus the points later, though. You're damn right we will. I'm on it, too. Love it. What do you think about that, Purdue? (laughs) Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.